Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder J.C. Montgomery. Praise God. That's me. Hello, Tallahassee. We welcome you, our radio audience, back to our show because we have been on a little hiatus. Yes, indeed. We have a wonderful and awesome program today. Continue to listen. You won't want to miss the highlights on Mum. M-U-M is the word. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Hey, did you miss uh, both Elder JC and me, Pastor Gary? A long-awaited hiatus, vacation, or overdue, we needed that time away. Yes, we did. We spend some quality time with our grandchildren and our two daughters. Praise God. So we need a yard work around the house and finding out the benefits of retirement that we're just now learning, even though we've been retired since 2006. Uh, you're right. <laughs> but Living Stone's got in the way. Yes, indeed. So the Stone Builders Hour is about to undertake a new direction. So current news and topics to discuss during our radio time and launching of our YouTube channel and the newest addition to our podcast, iHeartRadio. Yay. Praise God. iHeartRadio. You know, we are so thankful for this growth. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. It just means that we're up and coming. We're on the right footing. But you know, we are uh, ever so grateful to Doug Apple at uh, Wave 94.1 because he's been investing his time and energy into our program and actually got us to get started. Um, I know initially I wasn't so keen on it because I'm saying a weekly program for an hour. Do we have that much (laughs) in us to bring it out each week? But Hey, we we're doing it, and the show has proven to be a benefit to me personally and to Pastor, and trusting it is to you as well, our radio audience. It is, because one of the things that uh, I enjoy about the show is that it has increased our faith, because research. Yes, and trust me, the amount of things that were activities that we're putting into the research and some of the I don't know items that we're finding is just overwhelming and you have to pack that all in to really it's only 55 minutes of information to make sure that we are getting across our point because it's all about reaching you the audience with faith Well, this week, we're going to to discuss some heavy titles, I think, over the coming weeks. But today, Pastor and I are looking uh, looking at the word mum. And I know some of you have used that word in the past. And I know you're probably imagining, what does it mean? Uh Well, we're going to discuss it over the next segment. And I think, Pastor, we're going to start off with a prayer before we launch and get this party started. How about that for a prayer? Let's get the party started. <laughs> How about Jesus that? Name. All right. I, I, with the prayer, I was thinking about the, some uh, a good prayer to to um, to deal with the subject mom and introducing iHeartRadio right. to the Stone Builders Hour, and and we are we work. Our whole mission is to uh, bring alive scripture so that they are meaningful today in our world today. And Lord knows there's a lot of stuff going on today. And one of the things that 
uh, about mum, which we're going to go a little bit further in the, in uh, later in the program, that came to mind is Proverbs thirteen twenty. Mm. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools suffer harm. Uh, read that again. <laughs> read that again. Proverbs got some stuff in it. Yes, it does. He who walks with wise men will be wise. All right. But the companion of fools suffers harm. Fools suffer harm. Hmm, that sounds very interesting. Yes, it does. We, you know, we can do a whole show just on that. Yes, we can. And uh, another one is uh, Psalms uh, 119, 18 through 19. And, and that's Psalms 119. That's half the book. <laughs> right. I was going to say, because it is the longest chapter in the entire Bible. It has one of the longest verses of the entire bible so it's interesting he, he must have been trying to write a whole lot in a in a short period of time but if you take your time there are so many nuggets there yes such as open thy my eyes that i may behold wondrous things out of thy law because mm. we always talked about the commandments yes we are i am a stranger in the earth hide not thy commandments from me because we all want to have the truth. Yes, we do. Because he says, the truth shall set you free. And I love, so we'll go from the longest book in the Bible all to right. one of the shortest, which is Habakkuk. All right. And he make us, and this is Habakkuk uh, 2.14, and make us men as the fishes of the sea, as the creeping things that have no ruler over them. I thought that was interesting. Did it make any sense to you? Are we fishermen? Fisher women, fishes of the sea, many things, all right, creeping things. Yes, hey. <laughs> we're all over the earth. <laughs> we're little creepy things. So I just want to say, Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to serve you and to continue to do Thy will, and that is to share the good news. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. I love to sing to you. There is nothing else that I would rather do. My heart and my desire found in you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You are my love song. I'm Pastor Gary Montgomery with my lovely wife, Elder JC of Living Stones International, the sponsor of the Stone Builders Hour. We are about to launch on a new platform, iHeartRadio and YouTube. Now you get a chance to see what we look like. You don't want to miss it. So join us on the various podcast stations that we're already on. Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and now iHeart. Praise God. Become a friend by sponsoring the program monthly with a $25 gift and receive your Stone Builders t-shirt today. Not tomorrow, today. We can't wait to hear from you. So contact us at 850-219-0091 or email us info, I-N-F-O, at we livingstones.org
Hi, Elder J.C. Montgomery here with a parenting snippet just for you. Mom, you're a gateway. When talking with the father of your children, the only thing you can control is what you do and speak. You have the best chance to affect what he says and does when you remain calm. Listening skills include the ability to sense sound, paying attention to your tone, paying attention to what you hear. That is listening. So pay attention, moms. Someone is listening to you. Well, welcome back to the show where mom M-U-M is the word. And I know everyone probably scratching your head and said, Mom, Mom, what's that mean? Uh, also, we don't want to forget that you can have receive a great gift for those who become a $25 monthly donor to the Stone Builders Hour. And remember, you can, you're supporting a program that supports not only this radio show, but prison ministry. We're doing classes via Zoom. Uh, within the county. We also do parenting classes um, with individuals and we have parenting snippets that we're going to look forward to seeing on YouTube. Also farm share. Yes. It's just this morning we do targeted farm shares yes. uh, with uh, different agencies. Uh, this morning we were at the, the Leon County Schools uh, Department of Transportation uh, giving out food to school bus drivers because they're part time. They've been they haven't worked since school were out so they we're really struggling looking forward to get back into work so help you know if you help us we're able to help help others. others yes and that's what it's all about and remember you can listen uh every thursday from five to six on wave 94 but if you don't have that kind of time and you listen to podcasts you can listen to us on spotify soundcloud tune in stitcher google apple and now iHeartRadio. so you don't have any excuse to say I can't listen to you or I can't hear you because now you can listen any time of the day, anywhere, all at your convenience. And remember, when you go to iHeart, just put in a search, The Stone Builders Hour, and JC and I will pop right up. And that's on all of them. So it's The Stone Builders Hour for each and every one. But we want to get back to this mom is the word. And mom, according to the free dictionary by Farlex. Whoa, 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 whoa. Farlex? Yes. I've never heard of it. Well, it's the new thing. You know, when you get your your phones and all that, the old Webster dictionary, Miriam dictionaries Uh, have been upgraded a whole lot. So you can use this now. I'm getting old. Yes, you are. But number one, mom means not verbalizing. Silent. Hmm. Also used as a command to stop speaking. Mum's the word. Number two, say nothing of a secret. Three, to act or play in a pantomime. And I didn't think of that. You know, when you see the, hmm. the those who pantomime, they're not saying anything, but by their actions, you know what they're doing. The second part of that is to go merrymaking in mask or disguise. Like a festival, and we'll talk about that. Pastor's going to mention that to you, because I thought that was interesting that all of this had some roots. Again, those pagan rituals. Uh It's also known as a chrysanthemum. You know, the flower, right. And it's also number five, a strong beer originally brewed in Brunswick, Germany. And six are used today, chiefly used by the British, by the Brits, 
it's an informal word for mother. Mum. I say chop. Yes. You know, we watch a lot of uh, Brit, the British uh, TV shows. Yes, we and love movies, it. And, uh, and they're, we could all, if they would have won the Revolutionary War, we, we would all like, be talking like, like that. I said, on. <laughs> we all be Brits. Praise God. Thank you for those folks who. Revolutionaries. <laughs> so that we could be here today. Uh, I believe. That word mum is where we get the word for the mummers, or as in the mummers parade in Philadelphia. Now, yes. Now we lived in that Philadelphia area for about 14, 15 yes. years, maybe even longer than that. Uh, but the big thing in Pennsylvania was the Mummers Day Parade on New Year's Day. Yep. You have a bunch of men who play banjos dressed up in all kinds of, of costumes and, right. and all kinds of <laughs> regalia marching down the street, just strumming, playing their banjos as they walk along. Well, let's see what the root of all of that is. All right now, that's why research is so important. It's meaning it's unique due to... Mummer's Day or Darky Day, as it is sometimes known as a corruption of the original Darking Day. Because the time gets shorter. Okay. As the winter comes. It's a traditional Cornish, which is the Brits again. Yes. Midwinter celebration that occurs every year on Boxing Day and New Year's Day in Padstow, Cornwall. We're back in Britain. We're still in Britain, aren't we? Yes, we are. Okay. It was originally part of the pagan heritage of midwinter celebrations that were regularly celebrated throughout Cornwall where people would take part in a traditional custom of guys dancing, which involves disguising themselves by painting their faces black or wearing a mask. The dark face paint mask and dark clothing even though the mummers were all white yes are. are symbols of the celebration of the winter solstice mm. and is in contrast to the white summer solstice festival of the cornish town such as the obi or os festival in pasto and the Golawan festival which was started in penzika penzance right penzance in 1991 that's wow. recent yes it is the monto festival in penzance which started in 2007 is a modern recreation of the winter solstice celebration during which people guys themselves dancing with darkly painted skin or masks to disguise themselves mm. There has been controversy in the British media regarding Mummers Day due to blackened faces and the term darky days, which commentators were interpreting the festival as racist. All right. The name darky day is actually a corruption of the original darking day, which refers to the darkening or darkening of the faces. Yes. And also, again, winter solstice. When you hear those terms, we're talking about pagan terms that people used to get involved with. And it was so funny. I, I don't know. Did we ever go to the Mummers Parade? Maybe uh, once? We've seen it on TV. It's too many people. There'd be yeah, many people outside. It would be packed. But the whole, I, the whole thing that I guess I got excited about to see was that the majority of the Mummers were men. They were, yeah. They weren't, women did not participate. It's like we looked at it, but it was the whole jostling and uh, I'm thinking of jesters and clowns and things of that nature. So it's interesting that God said 
that his word would be preached throughout the world. Well, we know it needs to be due to how many pagan holidays are incorporated into our own beliefs. Mm. I mean, if we start, I think we need to do something with that too, Pastor, doing a thing about not only the festivals, but what are those things outside the commandments, those things outside the laws of God. But Matthew 24, 14 says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. Mm. So, and remember, we're always talking about Matthew 24. That's one of my favorites. But one of the things that the disciples and apostles were interested in they kept saying, well, Lord, when's this going to happen? When are we going to see? Because remember, uh, Yeshua said he was going to show him, he showed the buildings of the temple and he said not one stone will be, uh, there would not be left here one stone upon another. They should be thrown down. And he says, take heed, no man deceive you. And you're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. And then he says, except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. Because remember now, when you see those mummers parades or any of those kinds of things, that is not glorifying God. Even the New Year's Eve parade, right. New Year's Day parade in Pasadena, California. Right. So those things are, parade, yes, yes, those things are mounting. And as we look at those things, God is looking too. But one of the things that he says is the sun will be darkened. And we look at these rituals that we do that we're doing. We're actually kind of almost propagating something evil, something not of God. But he said that the Son of Man is coming, and we don't know when. But when he does come, there shall be weeping mm. and gnashing of teeth, mm. because we're not abiding by the law of God. Um, January 1st, of course, we said is a day that belongs to the members in Philadelphia. New Year's Day is filled with their partying in Center City in South Philadelphia. And I'm sure a lot of people may take offense to that particular parade, but this is something that we see as kind of austere, something that when people do it, they don't know that they're participating in something that's not of God. But remember, mummers have their roots in the past. Remember, we said we did research. It traces as far back as ancient Egypt. I wonder if the guys who are dressed up like the mummers who play, mm. because they all year long in they clubs, plan this, like right? Club, exactly, and they come up with the new costumes and right. everything, and they practice. And I wonder if they know their history. Mm, we'll have to see. But their best documented during the medieval period where this bummer's play was a popular pastime for who? The poor. That you should always have. Mm-hmm. That's what Yeshua said. Yes. There's a wide variety of bummer's uh, plays, but they're characterized by big mass and pantomime traditions. In Europe, these mummers would parade around streets, enter random houses. Now, your house door open. They're going to just come right on in and play dice in silence because uh, that's not creepy at all. Mm. <laughs> Coming in your house to do that. Native Brits want to stay. Yeah. As time went on, the mummers began to beg for food or drink from those in the area after performing a skit. Often, it's satirical, so they're probably doing things against the government and other things, or it's a poem. 
but there's a mummer's poem. Did you know that, Pastor? Mm-mm. And it says, here we stand before your door as we stood the year before. Give us whiskey. Give us gin. Open the door and let us in. Uh-oh. Could you imagine <laughs> every year doing something along those lines? So we got to like, ask ourselves, is that of God? That's your history. <laughs> yeah, it is. stood the year before. So it's like, man, give, give us some whiskey and give us gin. Yeah, so they out for a good time. I almost sound like those 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 jokers that were uh, um, uh, back during the day when... <laughs> I'm having a memory loss. Yes, I said. <laughs> I was trying to turn into a grain of salt. I need my cup of coffee. Those jokers who were knocking on the door, let us in because they were trying to get. We're going to talk about that we on will. the next segment. Yes, all we right, will. So y'all, hey, this is hey, we're live. What can I say? I need a cup of coffee. So uh, let's find out the meaning we wanted to use for this show. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. 
uh, with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. That's me. You know what? This month of August, we are about to celebrate our 49th wedding anniversary. I remember it like yesterday. Praise God. I'm having a memory lapse. (laughs) Oh, God. That just made my heart beat fast. What was that all about? Oh, God. (laughs) I was remembering, huh? Oh, my goodness. That's a long time. Those were good old days. I don't know about that. No, it's supposed to be our latter days are better than our former days. I'm looking at that. Okay, we'll say that. That sounds better. But you know what's interesting? is that definition of the word mom. The, you know, here we can say mom, mommy. Yes. The one we're going to focus on is the meaning of mom for mother. Yes, that's right. It's the British, but it has far-reaching meaning, as we will explain. As JC and I research for not only this show, but other shows, we find such interesting headlines that proves to us the world is headed for dark and deep disruption of our world unless the almighty God steps in and stops us. Yes. You know, men, women, we're our own worst enemy. Yes, we are. You know, recently an article from Daily Mail is set the stage show to show okay in melbourne melbourne australia yes right they're being urged this is melbourne and Bellar. there are being urged in the school system to use gender neutral pronouns and scrap mom and dad in favor of parent as part of the campaign to improve inclusivity for lgbtqi Plus students. Yes. So regardless, children are now born from a biological female and a biological male, no matter how we like to change it. I want to be dead. This is just the type of social engineering that confuses our children and teaches erroneous science and begin to alter how we name ourselves. Mm. There was the, the medical medical society wanted to stop putting gender on birth certificates exactly the ama the american medical Medical association Association. they want us to stop using that but they got a lot of feedback and they backed down and so now with these the takeaway you're right as a parent and they're going to start by language you're not called a parent you're called what what's the new word uh, he, she, it, we, they, you. Those are too hard for me. <laughs> it's everything <laughs> but saying that giving that partiality of whether you're male or female, because now they want people to come out neutral so you can determine yourself what you are. But I don't. I remember when the doctor delivered all my babies, and they were they started to cry. They says, "Oh, Mrs. Montgomery, you have." A girl. Oh, Mrs. Montgomery, you have a boy. So they want to stop that. And I think that is not right. That is not of God. Call you it. Yes. You got it. Yes. Uh, That sounds kind of (laughs) bad. But you remember when we went from housewives to homemakers, Mm. where women did 
stay home and care for their children. Well, you know, that's all changed because that's like perceived as bad. And right now we're at a point where wrong is right and right is wrong. Yeah. And look, we ended up becoming, I became a domestic engineer at one point when I was home with my children. But it never stops to the point where any title for women staying home, of course, is frowned upon. The same is true for homosexuality. It was, we changed it to gay. So I guess that would make it more palatable. And 50 years ago, and that's within my lifetime, it yeah, changed. Yeah, we've been married 49. Yes, so. it, it is changed from being an abnormal psychosis by the American Psychiatric Association to now known as normal, both by the American Psychiatric Association and the American Medical Association, the AMA. Now the reset of us that don't agree with this, we're claimed to be homophobic or racist, and we're just not woke. But 1 Timothy 6, 20 through 21 says, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science, falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Because now we want to say science is also, I mean, this is the whole thing behind the COVID uh pandemic is now everyone's fighting over whether it's this way or that way or whether we get it through contact or no contact all i know is i believe we're not being told the total truth about covid and it's one thing we need to be all doing and i hope our audience is doing that is working on your immune system that's how we're going to keep this at bay Um, I'm not sure about the vaccine. I'm not going to comment on that, but I just think we need to be looking at how healthy we are because those that do have any kind of disease or diabetes, hypertension, and all those other things, they're more susceptible to the COVID than those who are in better health. That's right. I totally agree. We did not change overnight. It sure didn't. It was gradual. You know, remember during our era, it was rock and roll, Mm -hmm. drugs, Mm -hmm. and sex. So Mm -hmm. sex, drugs, rock and roll. Change to society. We live. Uh, I remember those days very well. Uh, We won't go into that. We're talking about something else right now, are we? You can't go back. (laughs) Okay. Those of us who dabbled or entrenched in it yes. <laughs> we were seen as outsiders and freaks but with our big afro yes and then uh, bl- uh platform shoes and blue jeans yes. everything was blue jeans hell by you know uh the, the 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 young men when we let our hair grow out the uh the, the young white men they let their hair grow long and and everything just like switched it seemed like Right between our eyes, you know. Yet as youth, we tend to snap back if we were raised in a Bible-based home. Yes. Yet there were those who have another agenda for a world, one androgynous. Androgynous. I thought I said androgynous. Okay. (laughs) You did. Okay. One without a husband, wife, children, a world void of God. If we do not concede, we are the enemy. God, we need you. Isn't it the truth that 
everything is turned upside down and inside out, mm-hmm. where girls want to be boys and boys want to be girls, we now have over 400 definitions of gender that is beyond male and female. How many? <laughs> 400. Wait a minute. I, I can't get past I just, what? I just said he, she, it, we, they. That's only about six or eight. How do we come up with 400? There's more? Yeah, apparently. That's, that's we're not finding said. out. <laughs> we're not finding out what they are. We're just going to tell you the number. We as believers in Jehovah, God, the Almighty, yes. the true God, the one God, is looking for his plan. Yes. A family defined by father, mother, and children. God is our father, the head. And we are the heirs to the throne as sons and daughters, as joint heirs with Christ Jesus, Yeshua. Yes. Praise God. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment, Pastor. But, you know, one of the things that we cherish and one of the things that we look forward to is our family Um, when we had the grandkids coming down it was just wonderful we were able to do different things with them I love having conversations with them they're just like sponges so we need to keep them covered and we also need them trained them up and part of this is what we read in Ephesians 5, 25 through 33. Now, I know if you're listening to this radio program, if you're looking listening to this show, we know that you are part of the family of God. And there may be some of you who just by accident turned a knob and are listening. <laughs> we just want to let you know that our goal is to give you the information that we know God is looking to build family with. But Ephesians 5, 25 through 33 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. I always tell, whenever we do coaching, I always tell husbands they have a harder job than the women. Because even though we say be submissive, it's easier to be submissive than love somebody because you got to love them like Christ loves you. Especially, I mean, that's the same advice you gave uh, Sunday when uh, you performed the wedding. Yes. Praise God. Yes, that was interesting. We'll have to talk a little bit about that. But that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but at it should be, well, we always say this word, holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourish it, cherish it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. You heard that, gentlemen. You leave father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife. And the two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself and the wife see that she reverence her husband. 
And it is interesting. I'm a notary, and I have notary, notaries can perform marriage ceremonies. And I had a young couple that came on Sunday, and I wasn't really planning on them having the marriage ceremony that Sunday, but that's what it ended up being. But I love the fact that they were willing to make that commitment right then and there. And sometimes as we go through those situations, you know, you ask the questions. Um, it was a very simple ceremony, but there's one thing about God. When he sees couples coming together, you form a triangle. God is the head and the man and the uh, woman are together in one flesh. And it's just wonderful to see that because this is so applicable. This, And I told them they had to go home and read Ephesians 5, read the whole thing. But this particular verse 25 through 33 is what puts a stamp on the marriage ceremony. Praise God. It was, uh, I've been blessed to marry, bury, and baptize, and uh, to be a witness while JC uh, performed the ceremony was awesome, um, and be able to cover with a uh, with a prayer. Yes. Uh, thank you, Lord, for bringing, you know, it's very difficult for uh, a man and a woman to find each other. I just thank God that they did and pray for longevity of their relationship. That's why it's mankind's supporting role to fulfill the role of wife to God in the kingdom to come. Yes. You know, my saving grace is that I know without a doubt that this world will not continue in this vein forever because it's all written in the Bible. Yes. And it will continue this path. We are looking for the Almighty to return soon through yes. his son Jesus Christ because Revelation 19, 6 through 8 says, and I hear as it were the voice of a great magnitude. And as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God, omnipotent, reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed and fine linen and clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. Praise God. Yes, and I think one other verse that we can put here with this is Proverbs 31.10. Who can find a virtuous wife? Because those are the things that we base our faith on when we're looking for God to do the right thing in our lives. And we know that the earth is groaning. You know, everyone's talking about climate change. It's more than just climate change. Man has done to the earth what they're doing to each other. And so the world is in a topsy-turvy situation. But we're trying to, those of us who are believers and the saints are trying to hold it together until he returns. (laughs) <laughs> so stay tuned uh, for the rest of the story and we will be right back we have all gathered here we've come from far and we've come from near just to make a joyful noise unto the Lord praise him for what it done all the victories we have won we are here it's all 
Pastor Gary Montgomery with my lovely wife, Elder JC of Living Stones International, the sponsor of the Stone Builders Hour. We are about to launch on a new platform, iHeartRadio and YouTube. Now you get a chance to see what we look like. You don't want to miss it. So join us on the various podcast stations that we're already on. Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and now iHeart. Praise God. Become a friend by sponsoring the program monthly with a $25 gift and receive your Stone Builders t-shirt today. Not tomorrow, today. We can't wait to hear from you. So contact us at 850-219-0091 or email us info, I-N-F-O, at we livingstones.org My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape but she always has time for a hug a smile for going the extra mile My Shiro stretches every dollar puts in long hours puts others first but now it's your time mom when you're ready to retire we want you to be able to enjoy it Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Mom is the Word. And one of the things that we're looking for when we're talking about that word, are we replaceable as parents? Are mom and dad replaceable? I think think not or what about the village Uh, no Mm -hmm. because if the village is what's going to make this world run how are you going to have a standard it says a parent should train up a child in the way they should go not the village because a lot of times we're going to have some uh what is it some gaps and the reason why i bring that up is because if you look at our current situation Right now, father absence has created a void in childbearing. And I'm giving you these statistics because this is what's being pushed. And so when we talk about a village, is the village going to have men in it? Is the village going to have just women? Is the village just going to have all kinds of diverse people in it that's going to raise your child? No. The latest stats from the National Fatherhood Institute, the proof is in. Father absence harms children. Yes, it does. I don't care what we say. And we've worked in this industry for the last 15 years. And one of the things that we find, those fathers who are not in the home due to being incarcerated, and now we're having more and more women incarcerated, we see that they're, the children are in harm's way. And there's a crisis right now in America. Yeah. And I'm sure looking at some of the uh, rioters and other things across the world. It looks like we have that situation worldwide. I mean, Florida has over a hundred thousand men and women incarcerated behind bars. So if you just have one state like that, times, times that, 50. times fifty, correct, plus the territories, right? So according to the U.S. Census Bureau, there are eighteen point three million children. One in four who live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. So they've included the whole soup yeah. to nuts. 
Consequently, there is a father factor in nearly all of the societal ills facing America today. And we see that when we see protesters, we see people all breaking, uh, tearing up businesses. How about Chicago yes, every weekend? Yes. What is it? At least a dozen people are shot or killed. 20, 80? Yes. 100? So, Just in the weekend. Yeah. So, hey, what does research shows? When a f- child is raised in a father absent home, he or she is act- acts in the following way. Four times greater risk of poverty. Check. Seven times more likely to become a teen mom or dad. Double check. Two, two times greater infant mortality. Check, check. In one of the most richest healthcare <laughs> lands in the world, we have two times greater infant mortality for those who grow up in a fatherless home. Mm. Two times likely to be obese. You sure that's not greater? Yeah. Because uh, let's see a lot more children out here who are overweight. Well, now, well, you can't, over, I had yeah. a chance for my body to put on the pound, but when you're that young putting on yeah. that much weight. It's it's a problem because not only are you going to school, but high, again, hypertension, diabetes, all of those. Two times likely to drop out of school. More likely to have behavioral problems. We've seen that. Yes. Face abuse and neglect. Hey, they abuse drugs and alcohol. They go to prison. They commit crime. And more than likely, if the father is not in the home, sometimes it's it's interesting, though, the statistics shows that not all children who are in father absent homes go to prison. The key is when they get into those teen years, they need to have some guidance because otherwise that's the kind of the cutoff point when they start rising in those numbers. So let's face it, this is what the enemy desires for all of us. Remember, he is never going to be with God. And you think he's going to let you go? Yes. Satan desires to take us with him. Mm. And believe it or not, some of us are helping him tremendously. They're running. Yes. To him. Yes. Instead of the Almighty. Yes. Oh, God. That's why. Satan is the ruler of this world mm-hmm. and being deceiver. And he hates what Yeshua desires for mankind. You know, the Bible refers to Satan as the god of this age. Yes, he, he is. controls the airwaves. Yes. Boy, he got his radio waves, the TV waves, the music. Oh, I mean, look at the listen to the music. I by chance I was going through the stations trying to find something to listen to. And a lot of times I have my own uh, podcast set up for music and things like that, so I don't even have to go through that. But one day I just happened to turn on the radio and I was listening some, and I went, what the heck is... I had to turn it off because this is what our children are listening to. It it hurt my virgin ears. <laughs> and, you. Could you imagine them listening in fact It'll many make you blush yeah many of the children today know all the words to the songs they, they don't read. know their abcs or <laughs> read or multiplication but they know all the words to those songs a little uzi or yeah little bert or yes big head or the baby or yeah yeah you know, left wing or right wing <laughs> they know all those jokers <laughs> but you know what god is in control yes he is he always has an escape plan 
you know, one thing about uh, the God of this age, that deceiver, we got to remember he is out to kill yes. and destroy yes. you. He hates so much because he want to be you. He can't have you, but he wants your body and he wants your mind. And after he's through with you, he spits you out and cast you aside. Yes. But Corinthians 4, 3 through 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Yes. And whom the God of this world hath blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is in the image of God, shall shine unto them. Oh, God, I love you, Lord. You love you, Lord. Yeshua stated, he... Satan is the ruler of this world, the prince of the air, the spirit who works in disobedience. Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm trying to remember the passage, but it says how we fight not against flesh, flesh and blood, blood, but principalities, Ephesians. powers mm. in high places. Yeah, very so, high. so he's not, so we always think of the devil, he down, he in high places. Remember, he came out of the heavens. So he knows every trick in the book and you have to be aware of that. Well, you gotta remember, he appeared, uh, Satan mm. appeared with the sons of God. Oh, yes. Uh, and Job, and yes. he appeared with them and God asked him, what you been up to? And he says, seeking to and fro on the earth who yes. he could destroy. But Devour. then God says, have you tried my son, Job? Have you tried him? You know, God gave him permission to go after Job. Praise mm. God. That's a whole story unto itself. Yes, it is. So you hey. think that you're going through some trials and tribulations. That's why you got to hold on and press on yes. and pray continuously because you are just being tested yes and god knows you your heart enough that he's going to take the credit that you can stand withstand and what does it say resist the devil and he shall flee like a yep real like a roach <laughs> <laughs> when you turn on the lights at night. And john 16 9 states now is the judgment of this world it's now yes and you see it every day now shall the prince of this world be cast out. In John twelve thirty one, that was John twelve thirty one. Yeah, that was sorry. Last. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father, and ye shall see me no more. That's when he was telling the disciples that he's out of here. Yeah. He's going home to Daddy. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. He going. He, he getting ready to take a major mm. beatdown. Mm. That's John sixteen nine through eleven, and it's interesting. I'm so excited thinking about the Lord that you you missing your your little because cue. we're going on iHeartRadio. This program will be on iHeart. Praise God. <laughs> but you know, I can imagine. Could you see being a disciple and Jesus, Yeshua, saying these words to you? Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. We go, huh? what's huh? he talking about? What Of sin because they believe not on me. We're trying to tell you God wants you to believe on him. 
you know, there's the good, the best one, the best interpretation is the chosen movie. Oh, yeah. The way they, uh, um, the way uh, Jesus is depicted uh, and the way the disciples are interacting and the questions that they had. And, and I recommend that, uh, you know, looking at the chosen. Yes. Uh, it's pretty good. I think we're on season two, so we're waiting for season three. Three now. to come out. But we are talking about our mom and dad replaceable. But, you know, we know this change because we were talking about the Lord and what he's going to do when he comes back. But this change overall is not directed at us, especially those of us who are seasoned. It's directed to our children and grandchildren because they're the ones that are susceptible to the wording, susceptible to the way people are acting, susceptible to the new terminology in terms of gender identity. But, you know, as long as I have breath, I'm going to ensure that our children and grandchildren use the word mom and dad, mother and dad, mom and dad. Uh, We say grandpa and nana. I don't say grandma. (laughs) But it will be difficult to keep God's commandments during this time. But we know what's important. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. As previous parents and grandparents, we should never stop training. We see those children and our grandchildren who are brought up with the Lord. And it's amazing to see how children bloom with God. When I told you that I had married uh, someone as a notary, one of the things that we I did at the end was I ended with the Lord's Prayer. Now, they have two children already, but what was so nice and wonderful is the children yes. chimed in with us. They, they had their eyes closed. They were saying the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, and it was just so wonderful. I had to even stop to look at them because that is what needs to happen is training of a child in the way they should go. We know these children will not fall prey to the circumstances of this world or view their mom and dad differently. Radio audience, we trust that this same effect, you will have the same effect on your own children, your own grandchildren, because we need to be building them up as well. Train them up. Train them up, praise God. A warning from Isaiah 5.20. Isaiah is sharing with us that we should keep us in doing well. And he states, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Wow. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Well, um, you said God. that's a mouthful because that's mm. what's happening. What's wrong is now right. What's right is wrong. Yeah, what's mm. up is down and yeah. down is up. But I love that. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. So God's telling you, He's not standing for it. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, hey, stay tuned. Uh, hey, I can't believe the time has gone yes, away from is. us. But we'll trust 
that you'll soon see yourselves as mom and dad and not just a parent. We'll be right back. JC here with Livingstones with another parenting snippet just for you. Parents, do you know the difference between discipline and punishment? No? Listen up. Discipline offers the correct behavior and encourages growth, developing good behavior for the future. It comes from an attitude of love and makes children feel secure. Punishment, on the other hand, makes a child pay for doing something wrong. Paying for something in the past comes from an attitude of anger, makes children fearful, angry, hostile, and guilty. Now you know the difference between discipline and punishment. For further information, contact Living Stones, WeLivingStones.org. In the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with uh, Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Uh, we are um, host of the Stone Builders Hour. And uh, boy, this topic has really gotten away from me a little bit. But you know what? We're going to bring it back home because I am a dad and a granddad. Praise God. All right. I know my title. And I believe that our days are numbered just as in the days of Noah. Mm. And Luke uh, in chapter 17 captures it uh, better than anyone because uh, we we are living these days now. He, He starts with they shall eat, they drink, they marry wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also, it was the days of Lot. That's what I was talking about a little bit earlier. Yes, you did. Uh We brought that in. And they did eat. They drank and they brought. They sold. They planted. They built. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven Mm. and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day. We're all going to see him. Yes, we will. He which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Yes. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, this is Luke. In that night, there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left behind. Two women shall be grinding together. 
The one shall be taken and the other left behind. Two men shall be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left behind. Mm. As in the days of Noah. Yes. And that's all based on Genesis 19, 1 through uh, 29, when you talked about Lot. Because remember, he had visitors that came into Sodom. And he told them to come into his house and dine with him. And they were saying, oh, no, we'll just stay out in the street. And he said, oh, no, you don't want to stay right. in the streets of Sodom. Because uh, remember, Sodom and Gomorrah was a, uh, that was evil that went on in there. And so they came and started knocking on his door, talking about, well, we know you have some men in here who came and we want them. Mm. And even Lot was going to give over his daughters to them. This mm, leave these special men alone. alone because he knew they were angels. So the it was so funny because when the men tried to push into the door, the man pulled one of the men uh, that was visiting pulled him back in. Uh, but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house of them and shut the door. And they spoke, smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. So they just gave them a, a little hand movement and knocked them out. But remember, when God said, he told the angels or the men who were visiting, who were angels, told him to get his wife out of the house and leave because God came to destroy the cities of that land. So, you know, when we think about it, we sometimes think God is not real, that he's kind of there and and not involved with our day-to-day life, but he knows everything that's going on. So, yes, I am a mom and a nana, my word for grandma. I believe also our days are numbered if we continued on this path. And I just finished reading you Genesis 19, 1 through 29. But remember that we get the signals. We know what God is telling us. We have to be in tune with him and his commandments to know that we're moving in the wrong direction. So I believe that as we look at this, we want to understand that our role as parents, as mother, fathers, mom, dads, is to train up a child in the way they should go so they do not depart with it. Pastor, you have anything else to end with this? Well, we kind of went like uh, we started, stopped, we made a left, and we made a right turn. Uh, we started talking about the mummers and kind of gotten through gender situations, but it all comes down to, do you love the Lord yep. with all thy heart and beyond all your understanding and submit thy will to him, follow his commandments, sin no more, be baptized by water, praise God, <laughs> and believe that Yeshua died for you, and he rose again. That's what it's all about. Yes, it is. Here's a, I came across this prayer for parents. It says, Dear Lord, please love my parents. Protect them with your grace. Give them all life's wonderful joy. Remove all tears from their face. Let them feel a sense of worth and a great abundance of pride. 
They have been wonderful parents, always right there by my side. This is my prayer for my dear parents, who forever will live in my heart. Those wonderful two people I adore, it's for them this prayer I impart. I appreciate it. That's where, yeah, you know, our parents, we are parents. That's what we, we're parents of parents. Of parents? Not quite. Oh, sons Wait. and daughters. <laughs> Praise well, God. This was an interesting one that, that, um, that what it all comes down to is uh, believing that Jesus will return. Yes, and remember, don't forget, you can still be a friend of the Stone Builders Hour. And next time, we're going to talk about parents. Be interesting. Yes. All right. Hey, we're out, and we'll be right back next week. God bless you all. See ya. See ya.